friends, and happy Tuesday. Thanks for checking out another episode of Our Golden Twenties podcast. If you're new here, I'm Sadie, and on the other mic, we have Tegan, and we are your hosts, if you've never tuned into an episode before. But yeah, thanks for being here. Today, we are talking all about a Sunday reset or a midweek reset or any time you need to reset, this is an episode you can turn on and get inspired by. We're going to share just things that we do to reset ourselves. Um, And I think it's just a really timely episode knowing everyone's like social calendars really blow up through the summer Mm -hmm. season or maybe it's a key time to be traveling and then you're coming back and you need to kind of get back in the swing of things, back to real life. I feel like a reset is needed more often than normal. So that's what we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, we are going to kick off today's episode with a connection card. So if you're new to this, we have this deck of connection cards we've been making our way through and we'll also post this on our Instagram story so you have a chance to answer it as well. Follow us on Instagram at our golden twenties. But oh my <laughs> goodness, I just revealed the card and this is a interesting okay. one and maybe we'll pull another one. But we'll see. Share something vulnerable about yourself. Hmm. I hate vulnerability, so I pass. No, yeah. <laughs> I think probably something that's vulnerable about me is how I've never been in a serious relationship before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've, and I'm 27, pushing 30, and I'm like, I've just never experienced that before. And I feel like it's something that I was never insecure about, but the older I get and the more like my friends enter relationships and like get married and start to have families and things like that. It's something I get more and more secure about, insecure Mm -hmm. about as time goes on. And I feel like it's, yeah, there's few of us as you get closer to 30 who have never been in a relationship. So I don't know. That's something we, I actually have a whole other podcast episode on that, like from earlier this year, if you are resonating, but yeah, I don't know. I thought I'd share that. Other people who share this on like TikTok or like YouTube, literally anything when people are like, yeah, I'm in my late 20s. I've never been in a relationship. I'm always like, oh, thank God there's yeah. another one of us. So hopefully you listening can relate or feel better if you're in a similar boat. Mm. I feel like, I don't know. I have like a lot of different thoughts of things that I could share. I feel like maybe I'll say... I do feel like I've missed the boat on certain things or like, I don't know. I've been very career focused today. So I'm thinking of a lot of career things where I'm like, I feel like I'm too late to do certain things with my career or I would have done different things Mm -hmm. knowing what I know now. And it's not necessarily that I have regrets. It's just that even though like we've had episodes where we talk about, you know, like it's never too late or do whatever. I still feel like there are things where I'm like, I wish I was doing this earlier or I wish I wasn't doing this so much in my career. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I feel like that makes a lot of sense, actually. And it's exactly what you said where it's so... Actually, the last time I was talking to my therapist, we were kind of talking about this, where it's so easy to like look back and be like, oh, I should have done something different or, oh, I should have known it would work out Mm -hmm. or, oh, what was I thinking? But it's like you have to go through that experience to come out on the other side to learn from it, you know? So it's easy to look back, but it's not realistic, I guess, where you have to give yourself credit Mm -hmm. for whatever you're like looking back on led you to where you are today. And that's what counts. That's what matters. Yeah. I feel like I'm at a point where like in three years, say as a random number, I'll look back and be like, of course you thought that because you were just about to be on the precipice of doing you know, something else or I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm at the point yeah. where I am have a lot of questions and not a lot of answers. And of course, like those mm. answers will come. But then it's like when you're sitting in the questions, all you're thinking about is like, how did you put yourself in this position? You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And I feel like that is very on theme for our podcast, like mm-hmm. in terms of that's life in your 20s. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and for some reason, yeah, feeling like you have to have everything all figured out Mm -hmm. by your 30s or, you know, even by like 25 or whatever it is. So I feel like feeling behind or having a lot of questions is something very normal for Mm -hmm. this age and like phase of life. Yeah. 100%. Great. Yeah. Well, like I said, head over to Instagram. That's the one we'll post on our stories and ask for you guys to answer. So share your deepest, darkest secrets. Maybe this isn't one. (laughs) Everything's anonymous. Maybe I should say that. (laughs) We're recording this on a Tuesday. This is released on a Tuesday. So maybe you're thinking back on your Sunday and regretting some of the decisions you made or like, you know, you woke up Monday morning and we're like, okay, I should have done my Sunday a little different. Or maybe you're like, I need to reset my life now. I'm not waiting for Sunday. So we just have some sort of ideas and tips and tricks for the best way to reset, you know, your mind, your space, your body, all of those good things. And so I think for both of us, we like to do a Sunday reset. But I did want to say something that I'm trying to learn with the Sunday resets is the first key is listening to what your body needs. And I feel like this is especially hard if you are inundated with like the that girl routines on TikTok and YouTube where it's like, okay, Sunday, if you're not getting your shit together, it's a waste of time. And so there's also the element of if you are exhausted your Sunday's for sleeping in. It's fine. You don't have to be up at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. doing a Pilates class. If you, you know, need to have a chill Sunday, you can sort of tailor the tasks that we're going to share to be as easy or as hard as you want or as low energy or as high energy as you want. If you wake up Sunday and you are pumped, it's like do the hardest things that we're going to suggest and you're going to have like the best week. But if you're Sunday, you're like, I need to lay in bed for three hours before I even start my day. Like, listen to your body. That's cool, too. Yeah. 
I feel like my ideal reset day is like crossing things off the list, but not in a way that I'm exhausting myself. Yeah. I'm achieving things and it's like uh, recharging me, you know, it's Mm -hmm. a good balance of rest and being productive. But I think to your point, Tag, it's like if I'm already feeling tired, then I maybe won't do a complete reset, you know, like I'll be very realistic with the goals that I set for myself for my reset day, taking into account how I'm feeling because that's the opposite of what a reset should be. Like if it's making you more exhausted rather than time to like get yourself put together and like organize yourself and recharge yourself in a way. But I think that's a great reminder. Yeah. Well, and everyone's like tolerance or I don't know if that's the right word is different. So it's like one person could be able to do like 25 things on their to-do list. One person's able to do five. So I also think it's important to be strategic with your planning and not you know, we've all been there. I feel like especially in school where it's like Sunday night and you're like, oh shit, I was supposed to do, you know, this homework and prepare this and I don't have my uniform clean or whatever it is. And so it's like, you know, be strategic too, to be prepared for Monday. And if you know, you're only going to have the energy to do three tasks, make sure it's the three tasks that you actually need to get done. Yeah, actually, that's such a good point. I feel like the Sunday or a Sunday reset, even if it's a Saturday reset, like any time over the weekend, if you spend a day just kind of getting your shit together, I feel like that's a great way to prevent the Sunday scaries, Mm -hmm. you know, and like feeling like you are helping your future self out by taking a day to just get things in order. So I think that's actually something that I didn't really think of until you were just speaking is this is how you can cure your Sunday scaries, even if it's just accomplishing, yeah, a few things that we're going to go over. But you talked a lot about just now like strategic planning Mm -hmm. and I love that so much. And even just like taking stock and like taking a second to tune in with how you're feeling and what you need. And that's really where like I think my Sunday reset begins Mm -hmm. and I put it kind of classified it under like plan and organize so essentially if I'm like okay I have a day this weekend where I have no plans and this is my day to kind of get my life in order what are the things that I want to do and I'll typically just like write that out in a list I'll spend time thinking about it usually it's like over my morning coffee being like okay what will make me feel better Mm -hmm. if I accomplish this today versus pushing it into a new week kind of thing. So that's where my Sunday reset really starts. And I feel like how that looks for me on top of just creating a list for my reset day, Mm -hmm. since I'm somebody who loves lists, I'm also spending time creating my grocery list, creating my meal plan, also opening up my agenda and like I have a paper agenda and I'm planning out, you know, my workouts for next week. I'm planning out my like the rest of my social calendar and like Mm -hmm. mapping different tasks to different days. So the whole plan and organize, it's like, yes, planning and organizing the Sunday reset day itself and the tasks that I want to set out to do, but also the week ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am not a big to-do person on the weekends just because if there's ever anything I don't check off my to-do list, I'm super hard on myself. So I 
prefer mm. the sort of like brain dump idea of just like throwing all your thoughts on yeah. a page so they're not actually in your head. But then I don't often revisit it to check things off. The thing that I'll do sometimes on Sundays, especially if I'm like, ugh, this was such an, a busy weekend. I didn't get to do any of the things I needed to do. Sometimes I'll do like a reverse to-do list where I'll write down everything I did mm. before I go to sleep. So yeah. then it's like, no, you know you're set up for success tomorrow. Yeah. I love that. I love just the brain dumps, especially if you're using your Sunday reset because you're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Like I think just like getting everything out helps you mm -hmm. like kind of process all those emotions and like all those feelings of being overwhelmed. Yeah. I think that's great. Even if it doesn't look like an actual list. Yeah. The next thing that I wrote down as far as you know, if it's my Sunday reset, I've done my brain dump. Next thing I'm doing is I am setting the scene. So I am like lighting a candle, but I know it's just going to put me in like a productive mood. I'm putting on something cozy and comfy. I'm currently obsessed with my Aritzia romper, but just something I feel like you're more productive if you're like getting out of your PJs. I like something that I can mm -hmm. do a workout in because then I feel like I'm more inclined to actually do a workout if I'm already dressed and to blast some music. And I did put together like a Sunday reset playlist for our Spotify. And I think we're going to share it on socials, but it's like, get your comfy clothes on, get your candles lit, get the music pumping and then you're set. Yeah. I love that. I'm a workout set girl yeah. as well. And it's like, also, this is maybe a weird one, but I also feel like I'm way more productive when my hair is done mm. and I have maybe a little bit of makeup on. Like, I don't know what it is where it's like sometimes I just have lazy days where I'm just like laying on the couch. Like I have no plans on the weekend. I'm laying on the couch. I'm in my pajamas. My yeah. hair is not done. Like I did my skincare. That's it. But on a reset day, I'm like, no, I'm putting on a cute workout set. Mm -hmm. My hair is done. Maybe it's up. Maybe it's in a messy bun. But in any case, it's like I took a minute to do something with my hair. Yeah. Maybe I have concealer on. Maybe I don't. But it's like, yeah, I feel like setting myself up for success. I love that. I think the next thing that came to mind for me was really all about resetting your space. And I think we've talked about this so many times on how your physical space can Im impact your mental health. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're trying to reset internally, probably resetting your environment will help you get there. So this can be as simple as, you know, folding blankets that have been just kind of thrown on your couch. It could be making your bed. It could be putting away all the different shoes and purses you've used throughout the week if you've had a busy like social week or all the clothes that have accumulated on that chair in your bedroom, you know, mm -hmm. like I feel like when you're really busy, especially through the week, you probably don't or you maybe don't have time to put things away as you use them or you're in a time crunch and that's when things kind of like accumulate. But if you just have one day on the weekend or even sometimes for me, it's like a Wednesday reset, midweek yeah. reset just to clean it all up makes you feel a lot better. And it's like, okay. And it can be a simple thing too, you know, like putting something away can take you five seconds. Mm -hmm. So you can start small, but you can also build off that. And maybe you use your Sunday reset 
or your midweek reset to do like a full-on clean. And typically a full-on clean for me on my Sunday reset looks like vacuuming my floors, maybe also washing my floors. I always clean my bathrooms. Every now and then I'll like take everything off my kitchen counters and also do like a whole kitchen clean. But for the most part, or I guess too, sometimes I'll also dust. Like that's not Mm -hmm. something I do every week, but just pulling my duster around my living room makes me feel so much better as well. Could be cleaning out your fridge, your pantry, you know, like Mm -hmm. all of these sorts of things that are bigger tasks, but you know are going to make you feel so much better if you just spend an hour or a couple hours blowing through all of those tasks in one day. Yeah. I feel like weekends are also great for laundry because especially if you go to a laundromat or something, it's, you know, takes a couple hours and you don't want to start a work week with no clean clothes. And the same with washing bedding. Like we all know how long it actually takes to wash and dry bedding. It's never just like one cycle in the dryer. It's always a whole thing. And so it's more realistic to finish that kind of task on a weekend when you actually have the time to babysit your laundry. I love it. So true. Next on the list, outside of like the cleaning, tidying your space, next up, uh, we have eat well and hydrate. And this is something that I think, again, when you're really busy, if it's because you're busy with social plans or you've been traveling a lot, whatever the reason, it kind of cuts down how much time you have to make yourself a nice meal or maybe you're not thinking about how much water you're drinking because Mm -hmm. you're just like, go, go, go through your day-to-day tasks. So I feel like on your Sunday reset, it's the perfect day to be like extremely intentional with your water goals and achieving your water intake. But it also could be a great day to treat yourself to a healthy meal. Maybe it's a homemade meal. Maybe it's just the day you decide to drink a green juice, like something that's healthy and like nourishing and Obviously, nourishment leads to like energy and things like that. But I just feel like your Sunday reset day is a great day to be super intentional about that. Yeah. Well, and if you're the type of person who goes out drinking and dancing on your Friday and Saturday, I will almost guarantee that you are dehydrated on Sunday. And if you're dehydrated, you're going to feel awful. It's going to make doing your reset so much harder. So make it a priority to like chug some water. Yeah. And I feel like if you're super ambitious, you could also put like meal prepping into this category where maybe Mm -hmm. if you're making yourself one meal, maybe it's like you're making enough that you can carry that into the front half of a new week or something like that. Like eat leftovers or you can freeze meals that you can grab throughout the week if you know you're not going to have time to cook later. I'm not a big meal prepper, but I understand why people do it. And I think it's really, really great if you find that helps you eat healthier throughout the week. Yeah, 100%. Next on the list is movement. And this is one of those things that can kind of look however you want it, whether it's like you're going to the gym or you're going to like a Pilates class or a spin class or going for a run or the low impact options like going for a walk or doing yin yoga. I love a late Sunday night candlelit yin session because it just feels like you're starting your week off fresh 
you're like sweating out the nastiness mm. and you're like meditating on what you want your week to look like. You're going to have a great sleep yeah. afterwards. So it's like you're just starting your Monday perfectly. Yeah, that's like the epitome of a mental reset is yeah. like a nice low impact yin yoga sesh. I love that. My yoga studio does yin yoga. Like most of the classes on Sundays are yin yoga for that reason, I think. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, this is what everyone's craving, you know, like mm-hmm. Saturday morning, it's like flow and like higher like pace classes. But come Sunday, it's like, no, we all just need to wind down. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think another great thing when we're talking about movement, part of the reason I love it so much on a reset day is it's also a way to spend your alone time, you know, Mm -hmm. and it can be really recharging. And I think movement for me, like if it is working out or if it's just doing like a stretchy, low impact yoga class, like it's very it's a way for me to like tune out everything else and like quiet my brain and just like focus on what I'm doing and like tune it all out. So Mm -hmm. I feel like this is really key when we're talking about the whole resting and like recharging side of your Sunday reset day. I feel like you need, you should, you don't need, you Mm -hmm. should try to find a way to carve in some like intentional alone time to get that recharge. So it could be a workout that you're doing on your own, going Mm -hmm. for a walk, something like that. But it could also be, you know, you're maybe journaling or meditating or you read your book for 20 minutes or something Mm -hmm. like that. But it's just like maybe a screen-free time, you know, you're not worried about anybody else. You're not talking to anybody else. You're just taking a minute for yourself. Yeah. I love scheduling in time to read, especially being a part of a book club where it's like, you know, you have to find the time to read these books. I'm like, I'm going to read 100 pages on Sunday. And I don't know where it's going to be fit in. But that's a goal for the day. I also love watching things that are sort of cozy and comforting, whether that's like a nice cozy movie or like a YouTube video. And whether it's like, you know, I'm watching that while I fold my laundry or just like while I chill and drink my coffee or to wind down, but making it very chillaxed. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm a sucker for like my comfort show or Mm -hmm. comfort YouTuber while I'm in a bubble bath. And I'm like, this is me time if I've ever seen it. (laughs) Currently recharging. I can feel the battery like loading, you know? Exactly. And then speaking of journaling we're both I think like avid journalers we did get a code for the website intelligent change which sells a bunch of different journals some guided some not and they actually sell connection cards too which is kind of cool and so we got a code for 15% off if you use our golden 20s so we'll put that all in the link in the bio but I'm just going to throw that out if anyone's like I need to work on journaling for my Sunday reset, uh, check out Intelligent Change because they've got some pretty cute journals. Yeah, and like guided journal. So it's like yeah. if you're new to journaling, this could be a great place to start. It's not just you and your thoughts in an empty notebook, which I know can be intimidating. Yeah, exactly. Love it. The next thing that I 
wrote down as like an essential for my Sundays is to get fresh air. And so I usually incorporate this as like a part of the other things I'm trying to do. So it's like if I have errands yeah. to run to reset it, I'm like, no, I'm going to walk instead of driving because it builds in, you know, you get to have some movement, you get the fresh air. Or if I'm going to read, I'm not going to read in my bed in my pajamas. I'm going to read on my porch or in my backyard, that kind of thing. I love it. That's it exactly. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I love how you're like stacking these things together (laughs) because I think that's how you can like achieve more without doing more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, tackle it all together. Something that I don't do often and every time I'm like, I should do this more often is going for a coffee walk like Mm -hmm. on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Like the only times I go for coffee walks are really when I need like a quick 10, 15 minute breather from work through the week. Yeah. But I'm like on such a time crunch. I'm literally like power walking there because it's like I desperately need to get out of my house, out of my head because it's a crazy day at work. Mm -hmm. Then I power walk home and then I'm drinking this drink and I'm not even really tasting it because my brain's, you know, overstimulated with everything going on at work yeah I'm like a weekend coffee walk hits so different Mm -hmm. like it's like leisurely it's chill it's relaxing coffee on Saturday just tastes better or Sunday just tastes better than Mm -hmm. it does through the week like I don't know you can make it a whole moment and it's like you're getting out getting fresh air getting in some movement but you're also treating yourself and it's a little bit of a motivation to get out there and show up for yourself so I love that. I've also been loving my balcony space. Like yeah. just having, even if I'm not grabbing a coffee, it's like taking my coffee outside mm-hmm. and doing my kind of weekly planning out there. Like, yeah, it's a total vibe. I love it. Yeah. Even if you're doing things on a screen, like let's say you have a side hustle, yeah. you have to work Sundays. It's like, why not do that in an outdoor space? Whether that's like you're going to a coffee shop with a patio or you're going on your own balcony or whatever it may be, you know, to switch it up, try to make it feel different than how you work during the week and get that fresh air and vitamin D, I guess. Yeah. I did that last night. Like Mm -hmm. I was planning out our podcast social content and I was like, you know, it's a nice night. I'm just going to sit on my balcony and do this. And I did. And I got it done probably in half the amount of time that it usually takes me. And I think it was because I was getting different ideas because my environment was different. Mm -hmm. Like I was getting fresh air. Like, I don't know. It just went so much easier than it typically does. And I was like, I think it's just because I'm sitting outside. I love that. Awesome. Next on the list. This is also like a TikTok phenomenon, mm-hmm. but taking an everything shower on your Sunday reset day, I think this is a great idea. And even if it's not an everything shower, it could be just finding ways to pamper yourself in mm-hmm. some shape or form. So if you're not familiar with the concept of an everything shower, it's when you do literally everything. So you're washing your hair, you're shaving, you're exfoliating, you're, you know, applying body lotion afterwards, you're doing the whole nine yards, things that you probably don't do every single shower, but you need to do or you try to do a couple times a week or once a week, whatever it is. So I think this can also be a great time going back to the whole idea of like 
habit stacking or like mm-hmm. stacking some of these things together. Like for me, I like to use Sundays and like my self-care Sunday shower to do things like dry brushing, things yeah. that again, I try to do fairly often, but often forget about if I'm being totally honest through the week, but it's like, no, this is like a very intentional shower. So I'm going to do the dry brushing. Same with my skincare routine, like after my shower, like I make sure I apply moisturizer where through the week, sometimes I'm just so ready to like climb into bed after a long day and a hot shower where it's like, nope, didn't even think to apply moisturizer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But on the skincare front, it's also good night to use or a good day, I guess, to use products that you only use once or twice a week. And I think this is just like an easy way to remember the last time you used it so something like retinol for instance where you only use it once or twice a week it's like well if I use it every Sunday I don't know I'm like not gonna overuse it or I don't know yeah it's just easier to keep track of so yeah and that could be anything like a hair mask retinol face mask like anything that isn't part of your everyday routine but yeah yeah I also think if you're a girl like me who only washes your hair say twice a week, Sunday's the perfect day to do your first blowout. The way I normally do it is like Sunday and then depending on when I have my next event. So if it's Thursday or Friday night and then normally unless something's crazy's going on or you're doing a bunch of hot yoga classes or something, your hair is good to go. And there's just like nothing better than clean sheets, fresh blowout, You're freshly washed from your everything shower and like going to bed. It feels so good. Yeah. And like a nice tidy bedroom. Yeah. That candle lit. Reading your book. Oh, yeah. We're painting a scene right here. Yeah. I love it. Such a vibe. That's the goal. Yeah. Yeah. And so then last thing we had as a part of your Sunday reset should be sleep. And this is obviously a big part of like setting up your week and so it maybe sort of depends on your lifestyle and what you like whether it's you decide that you really want to sleep in on Sunday or if you want to go to bed early so I love sleeping in and going to bed early (laughs) but I you know go to bed early and I put my phone on do not disturb then it's like I have you know, an hour or two hours where I'm in bed and I'm reading and I'm journaling or I'm watching, you know, my show in bed. Whereas my husband likes to wake up early because he likes to get things done without having his phone buzzing. And so it's very much dependent on your lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. It's funny. I feel like I go, if I'm not going out on the weekends, I probably go to bed earlier than I do through the week yeah. because I can like, like you're saying, Tay, like you can really done. just like make, yeah. yeah. And after a Sunday reset too, or any day where you've had like a really productive day and you feel accomplished, mm-hmm. I always feel like those are the best sleeps after that. You know, like yeah. I've exerted energy, I've shown up for myself, I feel proud. Like, I don't know, I just have an easier time going to sleep and then I just get so excited to go to bed that I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to go to bed at like 10 p.m. on a Saturday. Like, why not? <laughs> but yeah, and I think sleep is something that, again, we sacrifice as soon as we get busy. It's like, yeah. well, I would – like a lot of the time we choose social plans or concerts or, you know, 
literally anything mm-hmm. over sleep or when we're really busy and overwhelmed and stressed out with work and life and, you know, everything that comes along with life, even if you're not intentionally trying not to sleep, yeah. it can be hard to sleep. So I think by doing all these things that we kind of talked about, by setting yourself up for success, telling yourself like, no, I got this, like I had a productive Mm -hmm. day or I have a plan for the rest of the week. Hopefully it kind of quiets that voice in your head that's Mm -hmm. keeping you up at night and you can like rest easy knowing there's a plan in place or you made progress on it. Yeah, exactly. This is sort of unrelated, but I figured I'd update everyone. I'm going to get a sleep study done. And so I know I'm so scared, but now I'm thinking like, okay, I need to do all these things so I can actually fall asleep there. I need to figure out like the ideal cozy night routine, but yeah, I'm throwing that out there because I know I'd forget Um, July 4th. So I'll report back on if all of my sleep problems are cured because I have so many questions. I know. I'm like, so scared. So do you sleep somewhere? <laughs> yeah, at a like hospital. You sleep somewhere. Okay. And they and watch you're you. Up to stuff? Yeah, and they watch you with like an infrared camera. And so they take notes on like everything. <laughs> Sorry, I've derailed this, but I was like, I know if I don't talk about this now, I'll forget. So I, oh because my God. basically, I scary. need so much sleep. Like if I get less than 10 hours sleep, I am exhausted and dead all day, which is not normal. (laughs) And my doctor's like, girl, Mm -hmm. what the hell? So I'm going to get a sleep study done to see if it's like, maybe I have sleep apnea or something. But yeah, that was my whole little sidetrack. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm invested in this journey for you. Please do report back. I feel like I don't know how anybody could sleep like doing the sleep study like, i know how can you sleep knowing people are watching, <laughs> watching you and you. are going to analyze it like yeah. yeah i know and tyrell was getting me all scared because he was like you're not allowed to bring your phone in i was like what am i gonna do if i can't look at my phone because i was saying like i hope they like hearing my tiktoks blare until 3 a.m but uh <laughs> no she said i can bring a phone i can bring a book and she's like bring your pajamas if you need a pillow bring your special pillow so now I'm picturing myself like rolling up in my bougie pajamas I've got like (laughs) stacks of books I've got like stuffed animals so we'll see yeah your candle you've got fresh bedding you're like all right if you want me to cultivate the vibe for my best sleep here we go (laughs) I'm like meditating but then everything yeah Maybe you'll sleep so good there and they'll be like, nope, nothing's wrong with oh, you. Gosh. And you'll come home and be like, no, but yeah. that's not usual. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I feel like that's great because sleep is so important and mm-hmm. it impacts so many your areas of life. your life. So it's yeah. like if something's not working, yeah, it's definitely worth investigating and trying <laughs> to figure it out because, yeah, crazy. Yeah. All that to say, sleep is good. <laughs> yeah, sleep is good. Yeah. And that's where, that's how we'll wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The one takeaway, sleep is good. Yeah. Well, I hope that was helpful for you listening, that you got some inspiration and ideas. Even if you're like, no, I'm going to dedicate a Sunday to resetting I think that's a good lesson to learn. And, you know, it doesn't need to be Sunday. It could be any day of the week, really. But 
it makes a big impact. There's a reason why it's like such mm-hmm. a popular thing on social media. It makes a difference. So yeah. yeah. Hopefully you learned something. And I feel like, yeah. And I feel like you don't even need a full day to be honest. Yeah. Like if you have a full day, great. But if not, yeah, like if you have like, I don't know, evening. social plans on Sunday morning and you only have Sunday night. Yeah. Like that's fine too. You know, it's just kind of like the reset is kind of like a mindset around these tasks and like an exactly. attention behind it versus the actual tasks that you're doing. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I think that's where we're leaving it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We put new episodes out every single Tuesday, so make sure you're following and subscribe to us so you see when those new episodes drop. As we mentioned, we are going to put some stuff up on our social this week, and so make sure you follow us there. We're at our Golden Twenties, and we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and Spotify, like we mentioned. We also have a Patreon page, which is the best way to show your support for the podcast. That's everything for this week. Thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday.